0: Welcome to Facts from the Field with Ag Valley, where we discuss agronomic and agricultural topics to help keep your operations successful. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Facts from the Field. Today we'll be discussing alfalfa management. I'm Randy Nelson, the Agronomy Location Manager from Awood and North Platte, and today I have Mitchell Fisher with me, an agronomist out of our North Platte location. Thank you for having me on today. So Mitchell, as we're starting to go through the uh, season here and figuring out our alfalfa practices. One thing that we're gonna to have to do is figure out which uh, variety is gonna work best for us. Looking in the seed guides, I see that there's FD and a WH. So what do those numbers mean? So the FD
1: stands for fall dormancy. Uh, fall dormancy number equals higher yield potential. So, uh, you know, you wanna pick a hybrid that fits your field or variety, excuse me. And a lower uh, winter hardiness number equals more cold tolerance and stand
0: persistence. So you just want to make sure you pick the right variety for your field. So if we get a number that, say, is uh, not quite right on the fall dormancy, it might shut down and go into uh, dormancy early and we don't get that bang for our buck on the end. Or if it doesn't have the winter hardiness, it's not going to make it through our harsh winters here.
1: Yeah, it could greatly affect your yield potential. Okay,
0: Now there's lots of different pest resistant management practices that we could talk about whether that be diseases or potato leaf hopper or nematodes but really that's something that's going to be more focused onto that grower's particular field so I'd recommend that if a grower is looking at putting alfalfa in to talk to his Ag Valley agronomist and decide what's going to be best for him.
1: Absolutely, there's a lot of factors that go into picking your right variety for your field and your local Ag Valley agronomist be able to help you fit the variety the best
0: fits you. So once you do pick out that variety then uh, you know it's time to get it in the ground. So what are some of the strategies for in season that you need to figure for getting a good stand established? So the big thing with alfalfa is you want to make sure you have a firm seed bed and control the depth. So when you say a good firm seed bed that's going to make us get better uh, soil to seed contact. Uh, I know one way of testing out the seed bed is go out with even a a basketball. You want to be able to bounce the ball off. That's how firm you need this seed bed. Is that correct?
1: Yes. You don't want a fluffy soil because you could bury the seed and not get good emergence. Okay. So what planting rates would you be going for? Most generally, you're looking at 18 to 20 pounds per acre and trying to get about 25 plants per square foot at the end of the seeding year. Planting
0: rates do not need to be adjusted for coated seed since bulk density is higher. I see. So a lot of that's going to be dependent on... Uh, whether it's dry land, sub-irrigated, or under a pivot. So really it's gonna be a lot dependent on your local field.
1: Yeah, it all depends on what you're set up for and your Ag Valley grown will be able to help you with
0: that. Okay. Okay, now let's say we've got an established stand out there already. How do we go about reading that stand and seeing if it's gonna be viable for another year? I already got an established stand on some of the fields, so how do we go about reading those stands to make sure it's gonna be viable for another year? Well, there's multiple tests we can use, but your Ag Valley agronomist can come out with a hula hoop and
1: do a test to see how many plants are inside the hula hoop, and do a calculation to see if
0: it's going to be viable and get the tons you want for this year. Okay, so now what about weed control? I know uh, you know we've talked about weed control in a lot of crops over the over these podcasts, and alfalfa is no different. Now, obviously, you have Roundup Ready alfalfa out there as well that you could be planting, but We've talked in other podcasts about how Roundup is a little bit weak on some of our weeds, and we need to uh, diversify our portfolio a little bit. So what kind of insight do you have on the weeds for alfalfa control? So for broadleaf weeds, there's a couple options. You can use
1: some group twos like Raptor uh, to get your broadleaf weeds. And for grasses, to help out the Roundup, you could use a Clothedim product, uh, such as Section
0: 3 or Select Max to help uh, suppress the grasses. Okay, so and that would even work between cuttings and some of those late season grasses that come in? So you can do in
1: between cuttings or you can also do while the alfalfa is dormant and
0: you get a few more herbicides you can use while the alfalfa is dormant. So that takes care of our weed spectrum. Now what about insects out here in the fields? I know early on we see a lot of birds out flying around in our alfalfa fields you just know they got to be getting the bugs out there. So what kind of bugs, what kind of insects are we dealing with? So one thing we want to look
1: at is army cutworms. And army cutworms are found around the crown during the day in the loose soil. And there's a little rule of thumb that if you find four or more per square foot, it might be something you want to look into treating with a Lorsban or a Mustang
0: Max product to kind of keep those at bay. Okay, and so what that cutworm is doing, he's, he's eating on the crown there and, and gonna uh, be killing off the stands, so yeah, we want to make sure we get that. Now, how do you go about? You said uh, there're four in a square foot. Yeah, four per square foot's the threshold for
1: looking at getting something done. So
0: okay, so how would I go about as a farmer? Can I go out and just scout the field myself? Well, you could, and let your Ag Valley agronomist
1: know, and he could come take a second look at it and see what's going on, and maybe see if we
0: have other pests that are coming as well. And one thing about the uh, the worms out there, you want to make sure that if it's a uh, cloudy day or an overcast day, they're not going to stay up on top. They're going to go down deep. So That's right. They'll you, go
1: down deeper, so you want to make sure you check them when the sun's
0: out and a little warmer. Okay. So. Of course, there's plenty of other insects out there that we need to be watchful of, whether it be aphids on the, uh, the spotted aphid or the cowpea aphid, alfalfa weevils, and leafhoppers. So make sure to, to contact your agronomist he can come out and take a look with you and make sure that we're not bypassing one of these other insects absolutely alfalfa requires more of a neutral soil 6 8 to 7 2 for high production so you should be making sure that you understand what your soils are out there i know in one of my other podcasts we said uh the importance of soil sampling
1: yeah soil samples and tissue tests can definitely tell you what's going on in the field and I'd recommend that if you're uh, looking at doing some high-productive alfalfa to
0: really get the most bang for your buck. So when you say some high-productive alfalfa, you don't just go out with uh, phosphorus and, and your your macro uh, nutrients. You also want to have some of those micros out there as well. I know alfalfa is very responsive to an application of boron.
1: Yeah, boron will help you boost yield and uh, really helps take up other
0: nutrients. So it's really important to alfalfa another nutrient that is big in nebraska that might show up in your soil samples as being high but not necessarily getting into the plant is potassium and one thing i want to make clear on potassium is it's a nutrient that stays in the vegetation so on a corn field or a soybean field where you're just taking the grain out but leaving the vegetation behind you're not really changing the potassium too much in that field but now we're talking about hay where you're taking the vegetation out so you really want to stay on top of your potassium because each hay crop you take off, you're going to be affecting that level out there.
1: Yes, where you're taking all the residue off, that it, that does happen.
0: So, Now, we have another podcast out there already about harvesting alfalfa, but what can you add to harvest management aids?
1: So, when you're harvesting, you want to make sure to minimize leaf loss and added ash, such as dirt, content from overhandling during raking and merging. Wheel traffic can also increase soil compaction and crown damage that will reduce...
0: The crop regrowth and yield loss. Well, thank you, Mitchell, for joining me today on Facts from the Field. I'm Randy Nelson with Ag Valley Co-op. Thanks again for having me, Randy. Thank you for listening to this edition of Facts from the Field. For more information about Ag Valley Co-op, visit us at agvalley.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter.